This is Emilio Anzaldo, and you're listening to episode 5 of Sitting with Leo. Hi, thank you for sitting in on this episode of Sitting with Leo. I am Leo Gonzalez, here with Emilio Anzaldo, and a very special guest today. Uh, I'm so starstruck. Uh, Marissa Duarte. Do you say Duarte, or do you say Duarte? I say Duarte. Duarte, okay. Well, yeah, okay. How does your husband say it? The same way. Okay, for sure. Okay, so yeah. I, sh- I should have just minded my business and just said it your way. <laughs> well, you did not know, so that's okay. That- <laughs> oh, <ooh. laughs> oh my gosh. She said, okay. <laughs> no. <What? laughs> you said, it's okay. Don't, <laughs> don't be sorry. Be careful. <laughs> oh, no. Well, on that. <clears throat> Speaking of names, I will yeah. say that's better than what we usually get because usually people are like, um, can you help me a little bit? I don't know what this says. So oh. I'll take that. <laughs> <laughs> can you help me? Well, that's polite. That's polite. Yeah. <laughs> Marissa, we go back uh, seven years, uh, which uh, by calculations is the same amount of time that I've known Emilio. Mm-hmm. 2013 mm-hmm. was a year that changed my life because it introduced me to you oh. and uh, Emilio. Uh, also, hi, Marissa. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, Marissa, I am so excited that you're here. And, and I hope that you realize that I am such a big fan of you. And I've been a big fan of you uh, since we met. Uh, Marissa and I used to be camp counselors in California, in Scotts Valley, California. And... Uh, did we do, we did at least two, I think we did two years, right? Yeah, two summers, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, and I love you and I trust you and I respect what you say. I think that it comes from a really beautiful place. And, um, and as I've gotten to know you over the years and uh, uh, some of your story, I think that the things that you say are so much heavier for me and they're so much more meaningful so i just want to start off by saying that really quickly um, thank you and the feeling is mutual leah um well it's okay you don't have to no, just kidding. Oh, <laughs> no. uh no i i was i was being vulnerable with you for a second if that's okay <laughs> is that it a good segue is. is that a good segue <laughs> yeah um i i do want to talk to you about vulnerability um, I think that you and I have had conversations in the past about uh, uh, about what that kind of means to us. And so I think if that's okay with you, could we could we just talk about that a little bit today? Yes, absolutely. Um, you let's be vulnerable. Let's yeah, let's be vulnerable. Let's let's lay it yes, out. Let's. Uh, I'm so <laughs> excited for this. Um, uh, which is let's first talk about what what does it mean to you i'll I'll ask you marissa um let's let's start there what does that even mean yeah so i think that vulnerability is such a hard conversation um it's really important that we talk about it and i think that because it's really complex so being vulnerable with people you really are trusting them and opening yourself up to um deepening a relationship which is really scary right Mm. because you're putting yourself out there and saying that I trust you and I think that in this moment 
you're going to show up for me. Mm. And we can't really read the other person's mind. So we really are kind of going out on this limb and walking into um, new territory every time that we choose vulnerability with mm. those around us. Yeah, every time. And and that that's really scary, as you said, uh, because you do have to trust them. You, you're 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 trusting that they know not only what they're doing with you, but you're trusting like that they know what they're doing with themselves. That they know themselves, and and that and that they're going to know what to do with your sort of um, messiness or 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 baggage, maybe. Mm-hmm. Um, and and it's hard to do when you have been let down uh whether it's something that happened as a child or 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 even in just past relationships even if 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 you're talking kind of in a wider uh way if you're talking about the church even um Mm -hmm. you you're trusting that and and it's i think i think what's hard about it uh is that another thing i mean that's hard about it is that you're you're sort of counting on this one person to essentially uh i don't know if you feel this way essentially clean up the mess of others mm-hmm. um in in sort of this ability to trust like i've like look i've trusted you before i, I not you I, i'm saying I, i've trusted people before uh, and people like you before and so for me to for you to ask me to to lay things down right now is asking so much mm-hmm. um it is and 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 it's just i don't know i think that there's uh there's so much work to do in that be- because i think that if you if you don't become vulnerable then i don't know how much authenticity there can be in a relationship mm-hmm. exactly um, and and so what do you think i i mean you kind of work the 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 field of work that you've gone into um goes into uh, uh, vulnerability, right? Yeah, absolutely. It does. So I'm working right now with um, teenagers in a counseling capacity. And so it really is kind of that teaching people to be vulnerable and to trust a process that is painful, (laughs) which is really Mm -hmm. difficult and it's hard to do. Um, and it's exactly for what you're saying. It's just difficult to open up. Yeah, I think that it's so easy for people to uh, wear masks after things that that have uh, that have happened. Um, mm-hmm. And and uh, Emilio and I were talking about this uh, earlier. And Emilio, you brought up a point of of people acting uh, as if things are just kind of rosy in their lives, right? The the people try to. Uh, keep things uh, or, or post or, or publish, I guess, this picture daily, right? Mm-hmm. For sure. And in the the type of society we live in now, it, it's you only want to see the good in people and people only want to show the good in themselves. And uh, real life is not like that at all. Mm. Um, life isn't rosy all the time. Obviously, we all go through it in different ways. We all have our ups and downs, seasons of um, hurting, seasons of joy. Um, So understanding 
and to help understand, uh, help people to understand that vulnerability is, is very, um, it's, it's something that you need in a friendship, in a relationship, any kind of relationship, uh, with whomever. Um, so yeah, yeah, just like having that is important. Yeah. It takes a lot of work. Marissa, you have talked uh, before about, uh, not being able to share your struggles, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it kind of gets to a place where it, uh, does it explode at, at some point? Yeah, I think so. Um, for me, it's so difficult to show up sometimes in an authentic way when I am struggling, particularly in new seasons, um, because I just love to be able to be seen, like to be able to be seen by other people in a way that seems like I am just seamless. I can mm. transition from one thing to the other and it, I don't, it's not hard for me. Um, but that is really difficult for me. And it has been showing up in different areas of my life recently. It's really hard. And I think that what ends up happening for me is that I will have not said anything to anyone for all of these small day-to-day aspects of struggle. And then Mm. after a while, I just am at my end Mm. and people are caught off guard sometimes. Like I had no clue that you were even experiencing this at all, Mm. which Mm. it's hard to kind of handle it when it gets to that point. And at that point, it's so much uh, of a release. And and so I I think that do you, uh, do you think that we are able to communicate those things on a daily basis, those little things, uh, just as a kind of as a way to have good housekeeping so that it doesn't explode? Is that is that possible for us? Yeah, I think it is. And you know why? It's because I think, just like Amelia was just saying, that we have this tendency to kind of act as though everything's okay all the time. And so when people ask us how we're doing, we are quick to say, I'm okay. Even if we're terrible, we're just going to say, I'm okay. And something that I think is so powerful is instead of just saying, I'm okay, maybe all you have to say to someone is, you know, this morning has been hard for me. Thank you for asking. You don't necessarily have to go into every detail of what made it difficult. But I think Mm -hmm. just that ability to acknowledge like today's been hard or even today's been good. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it's hard even to say that. Um, So I really think that just those being vulnerable in small little things, I think helps us as we learn to practice this. And then whenever things do get bigger, we're in the habit of doing it. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And and that's, that's such a good point because I think that, um, it does. It, it, we, we. I think I, for me personally too, I've struggled with like, well, how do I say, how do I say that I'm just not like, I'm not good. Like, because then it's like, you kind of are touching on like a territory of like, you know, uh, being like too sarcastic. If you like, Oh, it's fine. You know, you know, and like, if mm-hmm. you go into that sort of territory or if you're just like, Oh, I'm doing horrible, you know, like you obviously mm-hmm. that, then, then you're just like, uh, awkward. So that's a that's a good way to do that. Have you been able to yourself practice that? Yeah, I think so. I've gotten a lot better about it. Um, just from 
honestly, it's from showing up with people and having them show back up for me. Because I think that at the end of it, it's what's scary is that you don't know. And so when you're not being vulnerable at all, you, it makes you feel really alone. Like nobody understands me. Nobody can ever see what I'm going through. Um, And then we just go more into ourselves. And so I really think that the more that I've done this, the easier it's become to just say, this has been difficult. And then either say, I want to talk about it right now, or I don't really want to. So the next point I wanted to bring up is that uh, as people, we, we are just, unfortunately, full of fear and anxiety. At least I am a lot. And um, we, we, when we have those things, uh, it's hard to be close with others. And we're afraid of uh, things like being rejected, manipulated, <laughs> vulnerable, hurt, or used. And you just want to like unplug from the world or whoever you, you're talking to. Yeah. It's, it's like, you know, like you just don't want to be a part of it anymore. And um, do you ever um, feel that for yourself in, in certain times at all? Yes, absolutely. It is honestly, it's terrifying. And as I've thought about this, I think that what it is, is you, when you are in the midst of something really hard, I think that our tendency is to think about all the bad things that have happened to us, Mm. right? So then we're thinking about the times where we've reached out and we Mm -hmm. haven't been met with grace or we haven't been met with empathy Um, And there are times where I think back and I'm like, I trust that person and I got hurt really badly. Mm -hmm. Um, And that just goes ahead and it deepens that fear and that anxiety of I'm already in this place and I'm so scared that it's going to happen again. Mm -hmm. Um, I think recently something that's really combated that is that I can think about the times where I couldn't hide that I was struggling, which has been a lot of the past few years for me is it's just been so obvious that things have been hard and people have shown up in ways that healed me so deeply mm. that it almost like has pushed me for to be vulnerable with people is like my only option in a sense, because mm-hmm. I know that it's going to be better that way. Um, and so I think that that kind of combats it, but I totally, it's really scary. Like I know as soon as something starts happening, I'm like, I'm going to have to talk to someone about this and that's going to be really hard. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, and where do you, where do you get that kind of courage in, in being honest with someone, whether it be a friend or your, your mm-hmm. spouse or whoever it may be, where do you get that, that courage to experience a deeper relationship with someone? Mm-hmm. I honestly, I know I keep saying this and it sounds like it's um, just my catchphrase, but really it's just that, that past connection, that connections that have been deepened and people just knowing me well enough to ask, like, how are you doing? Mm -hmm. Um, And knowing that they really want to know. And so to me, that gives me a lot of courage to talk to them because I know 
how they're going to respond because yeah. it's been kind of this practice that we've cultivated with one another to show up. With, with you having these people show up for you and just show you what love uh, and grace looks like, I imagine that has also helped you to kind of walk into a room and say, this is how I'm going to show up, right? This is how mm-hmm. I'm going to love. Like, I want to make sure, because I, I'm, I, I think that when you, you, Marissa, and I, uh, Leo, when we, when we see others, I think we are able to see that they are fighting that vulnerability. Uh, you more than me, because you work directly with people. Um, but you're able to see that like, okay, they're, they, they, it's there. It's there. It just has to be mm-hmm. unlocked. And mm-hmm. so what do you do to just, to just say like, this is like, I, I have to, I have to show them that I am here and I, mm-hmm. uh, and I see them. Yeah. Leah, that's a great question. And I really think that's kind of at the heart of this. Um, because when you are asking someone to be vulnerable with you, you're asking them to share their deepest fears, mm-hmm. their struggles, their deepest struggles right then. And so I think that when you're asking someone and you're going to somebody, you have to be willing to actually show up in whatever it is that that person needs. So to me, sometimes that's looked like showing up at six o'clock in the morning with coffee because I know that my friend's struggling and she needs me then or 3 p.m. to go on a walk or 830 Mm. with dinner and a movie. I really believe that vulnerability is cultivated through the presence of just being around people. Yeah. And and I think the the way that we can we can practice that is just i mean to, to uh, uh not practice it but kind of have that possibility always there for them um would be checking in on them is that what what you think is best uh, is to just show them like even if you're not reaching out to me like i want to show you that i'm checking in today is that what you do yeah, yeah i yes if somebody shared something with me i'm going to follow up Um, And that doesn't mean that they're always going to want to have another conversation about it. Maybe they're okay. But I think that just people knowing like she remembered or he remembered that I was struggling with this and cared enough to come back and talk to me about it again and make sure that I was okay. I really think that that kind of um, deepens that trust that people Mm -hmm. show up. They don't pull away when I'm, when I'm in pain, they yeah. pull closer to me. Yeah. And you reminded me what you said uh, that they might not want to have that conversation again. Mm-hmm. And, and that reminds me of the idea that there's, I, I think something that sometimes we struggle with is that uh, we do think that they want to have that conversation right there. And, mm-hmm. and I think that sometimes we forget that uh, those conversations might only come one time. And mm-hmm. and we need to uh, drop everything when it comes because yeah. it is so hard for them. It, and we we've we've seen this in our own lives, like how hard it is for us to like and just like, you know, when you said that, that 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 kind of does come down to one day where you just kind of release some things and people don't expect it that that's going to happen with other people and we have to realize in that moment like oh okay okay cool like this is this is happening okay let's get mm-hmm. it you know it's it's, yeah. it's almost like an emotional 
an emotional uh, uh, water breaking, right? Like, okay, uh, <laughs> here it is. Here we go. Yeah, here we go. <laughs> and and just like, okay, well, let's 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 do it right now. And 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 so I think that's also important to realize that um, it might it might just come super spontaneously, and and mm-hmm. it and it probably will. And yeah. and and we got to be there uh, with with our focus and and our eyes uh, to make sure that they that they see mm-hmm. that we see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, and and I think that on the other side of that, uh, kind of going back to us being a vulnerable, I was thinking about how hard it is to to trust. Um, or, 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 or it, it, how hard it is to trust people when you really yourself don't know what you are doing. Um, mm-hmm. Because I think that, and, and I'm going to project for a second. Uh, <laughs> uh, I, I think there's something that I've struggled with for years is that, and it's super unhealthy and, 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 but you know, I have to say it, is that I tend to think that I somehow don't know less than the people around me. And so I tend to think that if I don't have the answer, you don't have the answer. <laughs> like yeah. I don't, I don't have the answer. And I spend 25 hours uh, in my head. Like I, I've spent so many years uh, and so many nights just sitting in a dark room and and just trying to figure things out and ask myself these questions uh, and, and try to sort of process these things that happened years ago and I just cannot come up with an answer and so yeah. I, I guess I start to think like if I don't know it and I spent that much time like what how, how how are you supposed to know like you you don't know what it has been like for me so how am I supposed to trust you and so that's another, I think, conversation that, um, that that's another reason that this sort of conversation is, is, is hard to have. Um, how do you show people not, I know you, we, we talked about how to, how to show them that we are there and that we care, but how do we show people that we are able to hold them, that we have the capability to hold them Mm. do you know oh gosh that's a hard question yeah and because that's it's a hard situation yeah because there are things that happen every single day right that not a single one of us has an answer for yeah yeah nothing and the best that we can come up with is that sounds so difficult yeah and So I think in situations like that, you really have to validate that the other person and what they're going through is really hard and that may, I don't know, but that I'm willing to walk with you as we try and figure out how you can navigate this right now, how we can navigate this together. Um, I really think that's what it comes down to in those situations because there are things that do not have an answer and they won't. Yeah. yeah. Um, and that's crushing when you're experiencing yeah. something like that. Yeah. And it, I, and you said it's, um, it's, it's, it's important to say that we don't know. And 
I think one of the ways that someone has done that for me is that, you know, there was this one day that I was in California, uh, actually close to uh, where we were in Scotts Valley, uh, a few towns over. Um, and I was there and I was talking to a pastor and it was just like this, it was just after this Sunday service and I went to her and I just broke down about everything, uh, about mm-hmm. some, some things that, that uh, were so heavy and, and I think it was really cool the way that she said that she didn't know um, was actually kind of the opposite is that she just like grabbed me and just like hugged me super tight and just mm-hmm. said, I know. Mm. And, and I knew that she didn't know. <laughs> she didn't know that specific pain, but it was so it was such a big deal for someone to hold me and just say that they know pain Mm -hmm. that they know that sort of, that sort of, uh, uh, darkness, uh, that, that, that I was feeling so alone in. And, and so I, I, I just feel like, I feel like we're doing a, a huge disservice to ourselves by not uh, being people, uh, being a people that people can be vulnerable with. Mm-hmm. Um, because I think there's so much, there's so much that we can get done. And, and, and Emilio and I talked about this in, in episode one is that there's so much uh, that we can get done if we were able to talk, if we were able mm-hmm. to, like you said, Marissa, to say that things aren't so good because obviously we've been we've been kind of uh uh <laughs> we have this sort of social sanction i, I think where we just say uh good how are you <laughs> and mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And, <laughs> and we're just programmed to do that and it's so weird because like i don't know if you've ever felt that but it's so weird when you're like <laughs> when you're just like you walk away from that and when you really just think about like what like what you just said like that's so weird because like (laughs) i get so psycho (laughs) because we you know there's this there's this one time that i um was in in one of my uh uh, i think it was in my psychology class and it was like the day after uh my friend uh had been killed and 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 my mom was in the hospital in another town and i was just like I had, I just like, I just had like a nice, really great weeping session. And then I like walk into class and I'm just sitting there. And, and I remember like someone, uh, this girl, as I was watching, she's like, how are you? I was like, I'm good. How are you? Like, and I remember like, I just sat there and, and like, after that, I was like, should I be in class right now? Mm. Like, what does someone like, what do you do? And like, who do I ask? Like, who do I talk to about this? Like, what am I yeah. supposed to do? Like, should I, should I be sitting in this class right now? Or, or like, what is the healthy thing to do? And, and so I, and, and I know that, that things like that happen every day with so many people. I think I know that people mm-hmm. have just horrible home lives mm-hmm. and do you feel Marissa, like we're going to get to a place where we can, you know, actually talk because I, I, I mean and this isn't even just a thing at school or at work or at, uh, at the store this is a thing even in church that yeah. we like walk into church and and <laughs> and I wonder if uh, I wonder if we're scared to not have um, 
I wonder if we're scared to say that that not everything is great in church. I wonder if we're scared to say that uh, you, that there is something that we don't understand about uh, about uh, the red letters in the Bible, or or that uh, mm. there's just something that that we just have a wonder. You know, something maybe started as a, something that we wonder about, and now it has become just something that makes us feel defeated. <laughs> do Do you feel like? Um, we will or do you feel like uh that's that's you know maybe a possible utopia for us to to just kind of show up and lay down (laughs) i do i really do leo and i think you're right it's so hard for us at church to admit that we're not doing okay and i think that it's because and i remember so clearly this sermon that i was sitting in one time um it was right after my mom died And I was wrecked Mm -hmm. and I had been just plastering these scriptures in my mind of God's good, Mm -hmm. everything, like all things work together for those who love him and just these things, but they were doing nothing for me. And he just said, we have to stop plastering Bible verses like (laughs) band-aids over situations that we've that we're going through and trying to act like they're not as hard as they are and I lost it (laughs) I just cried because I was so so clear to me that that's what I was trying (laughs) to do and I remember right after that I started a program at a church and I was sure that I was going to push them away before they walked away (laughs) Mm -hmm. um and so I just was we had to share our testimony, very um, Christian program like, yeah. and I just told them every bad thing I'd ever done, mm. everything that I was struggling with, everything that was hard, and that was my way to put up a wall, <laughs> this false vulnerability where I was just like, I have way too much going on, y'all will never be able to understand, mm. and you, I know you're gonna leave anyway, and mm. each one of them, when I looked up, they were crying. Yeah or on the verge of tears. And every single person told, told me at some point throughout the year that me sharing pushed them to be more vulnerable. Mm. And I could see that in our friendships and it changed the way that we all interacted with one another. Um, not just me, of course, but it just set the trajectory that vulnerability would be met with empathy mm. and that it would be met with truth and not in a way where we just were like, yep, that's hard, but God's still good. Right. Um, like that might be true and it is true, Yeah. but that's not what people are looking for in the midst of something that is extremely painful. Um, and those aren't the, those aren't the words that God gives his people in the midst of things that are extremely painful either. <laughs> so all of that to say, I I don't think that it's an unrealistic expectation that the church would be a place where we could talk to each other and be honest. Um, And I also don't think that outside of the church is a place where we have to expect that either. Mm. I think it really comes with just us personally, me, you, Amelia, making the decision that we're going to be honest and we're going to be vulnerable. Um, and, And that gives other people the permission to do the same thing with us. Yeah, 
I think that, and and that that's exactly right. I think that people are uh, they're just looking for the permission. Mm-hmm. <laughs> they're they're just they're just and and <laughs> and I think that that sometimes comes from us being extra vulnerable to show them like look at what you can do, <laughs> you know, mm-hmm. like like don't feel <laughs> feel free. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah. And um, I wanted to say like it's funny because this this struggle is kind of as old as. Adam and Eve, like Mm -hmm. they sinned and uh, God came looking for them. And Adam told God, I was afraid and I hid. Like Mm. we, he didn't have Mm -hmm. the courage to admit the things he had done, the things that he was feeling. Um, When God isn't there to, to judge you for those things, he's there to forgive and to forget and to love you no matter what and kind of be who that um that pastor you were talking about leo yeah like just give you like a big hug yeah yeah just embrace (laughs) yeah and if we can fix that part of ourselves and strive to be that type of person to others and just love on one another i think we would um we would really succeed in in being more vulnerable being more real with people and honest yeah yeah i agree that reminds me i started reading a book this morning um and something that she was talking about is this in between world that we live in between a desire to prove ourselves to other people that we're strong, that we are happy, that we're okay. And then on the other end, it's this desire to escape, this desire to pull into ourselves and get away from what we're experiencing so that we don't have to face it. And I think that that really speaks to what exactly what we're talking about right now in this, that we want people to believe that we have got it together yeah. And we do not want to acknowledge that we don't. Yeah. Yeah. I, I there's, I don't know who, who started it, but I feel like we're just trying to keep up this idea or, or cause I mean, I know like in other ways, in other parts of life where we, uh, I think sometimes we, we can see it as a race and, 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 and we, we want to show people that, that we have these certain uh, materialistic things or, or we're at this part of our life uh, career-wise. And I think that that also obviously comes down to this uh, just emotional place. And it's like, gosh, <laughs> aren't we tired? <laughs> like, like uh, just to be able to to just show up and relax and just just know and have comfort in in knowing that that this isn't a race like we're we're never you know and i was i was filming something for uh my friend brian's uh a project of his the other day uh, and he was in the uh in the maybe a podcast or two ago um and and i and i said something about um we we're just not ever going to be in the same place. We're just not ever going to be on the same day one. <laughs> um, 
you know, some people for, for some people it's day one of, of having their driver's license and, and some people it's uh, day one of them uh, liking themselves uh, or loving themselves. And for others, it's day one of, of some people hating themselves. Other people, it's day one of them figuring out that they were um, cheated out of something or, or neglected. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, <laughs> so we're just not on the same page. And, and, and one thing I was talking to Brian about is that is, is we, we have to try to do the work, even if it's hard. And it's not about changing the world. It's not like we're going to do this huge, huge thing, but, but it's going to change our community of, of, of the four people around us at least, mm-hmm. you know, yeah. <laughs> and, and the four people around each of them four. And, and I think that that's where we could really start to get to work is just knowing mm-hmm. that like, we're not, we're just not on the same page. <laughs> we just don't yeah. all believe the same thing. We, mm-hmm. uh, we, and we're never going to be. And that, and that is so much more than okay. Um, mm-hmm. because there's, there's not, uh, one thing that we can do about that um and and i think that we can start to be vulnerable in in that uh, through that um and we can allow people to be vulnerable with us because th- there's nothing else that we're supposed to be here for but each other mm-hmm. um like that <laughs> that's what this is all about um, and I think for anybody who may be listening, that's especially true. Uh, anybody who may be listening that's in the church, I think that's especially true um, when you aspire uh, to be a part of kingdom things mm. is to know that we're here for uh, God's people and, mm-hmm. and to build that sort of community that's just stable and and just strong even with uh even with the weak parts yeah absolutely that really reminds me leo i love this quote by c.s lewis and it's so true we're often not on the same page Mm -hmm. but he says about friendship that it's you look at another person and you say you too i thought i was the only one yeah yeah (laughs) and i think that oftentimes we can think about that with hobbies yeah, but yeah. something that's been so profound and so powerful to me is the friendships that I've had where I've been in a car ride with someone and one of us has expressed some fear or some mm. pain that we've experienced. And the other person has said, I really thought I was the only one that thought that way. <laughs> um, and so I just think it's so important because when we're willing to walk into and through dark parts of each other's lives together with one another it heals that lie that we all tend to believe that we're alone yeah Mm -hmm. and that we can't be whole with other people yeah yeah that's a great point and and we should aspire to do that (laughs) Mm -hmm. every day Mm-hmm. Um, until until we can start figuring things out, obviously we're not going to live there. <laughs> we're not going to be like, okay, cool. We don't know that. Cool, you know. But uh, I think it's a good place to start. Mm-hmm. Um, okay, uh, I think this is just about the end. Uh, if uh, is there anything else that you would like to say? No. 
just just be vulnerable. <laughs> mm-hmm. Just be vulnerable. I think, <laughs> I think just uh, pray or keep people in your thoughts and uh, be vulnerable and ask a friend this week to uh, pray for something for you or keep them, keep yourself in their thoughts or um, ask a friend what they need help with uh, Mm -hmm. because it's also important to be that person of support. Just be really intentional about being there, (laughs) even Mm -hmm. if you're not in the same room, especially right now that we can't be really in the same room. Yeah, yeah that's true. we have to do some more work. Um, mm-hmm. But it, like, it's okay. That's all. That's all this is about. Virtual. Yeah, uh, it's progress for sure. Yeah. we're not. Ne- it's never going to be perfect. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but we got to do one thing today, and check mm-hmm. in on people. Uh, call them, text them. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, takes less than forty seconds, forty-three seconds maybe, mm-hmm. and and <laughs> and. Uh, just to show that that you're there. Yeah. Um, well, uh, thank you, Marissa, for talking to me uh, about this. Thank you, Emilio. Um, like I said, Marissa, I just really look up to you, and um, and I'm really grateful that I have been able to be vulnerable with you. Um, and I'm so glad that you have been able to be vulnerable with me. Uh, mm-hmm. And, and, and so I just, I just want to make sure that this is also in there. Um, just so that, that if you listen to this later, <laughs> you can, you can go on Spotify or if, you know, if you have Apple for some reason, uh, I'm just kidding. um, uh, that, that you can, that you can go back and listen to that, um, whenever, whenever. And, and, yeah. and I want to be able to come back here and listen to this too and hear this because this, this episode did a lot for me and it's a, it's a really, really big deal uh, for me that, that, that there are words from you um, and it's a big deal that Emilio is in on this and, and mm-hmm. uh, that we had this conversation today on yes. a uh, beautiful day because, uh, because of vulnerability. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. so, and Leo, I want to yeah. say too, that just on the same vein, you are, and will always be so dear to me. Um, and it has been honestly, one of my favorite things to be able to walk with you through really difficult times in <laughs> both of our lives. And I've been so thankful knowing that even when we've lived on the literal opposite sides of the country, <laughs> um, that you would always show up for me. And that that's never, ever once been a doubt. Thank you. Anybody who is listening in on this, thank you for sitting with Leo and Marissa and Emilio. This was an episode of Sitting with Leo, hosted by Leo Gonzalez and produced by me, Emilio Gonzalo. You can hear more episodes by subscribing on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and Google Podcasts. This is an independent production in partnership with Anchor FM. Thank you for listening.